0: Hello and welcome again to the podcast. Today will be the third and final part of our series titled Lessons from Psalm 141. And um, before I get into what we will be discussing today, I would just want to, for the sake of housekeeping, just give uh short announcement: i will probably be away for a few months um i'll be taking an extended pause from podcasting and writing because i have some other commitments that are really time consuming in the next few months so um i just thought i should put that out there thank you very much for taking the time to listen and um yeah so let's pray Father thank you so much for everything you have done for us thank you for how good you have been to us all that you are doing in us and for us and through us we ask that as we read from your word today and we talk about your word you will give us understanding you'll help our hearts to see what you're saying to understand your word and to apply it to our lives in Jesus mighty name amen all right so Previously, we looked at verses 1 to 2 in the first week, and then verses 3 and 4, but today we will go from verses 5 to 10, and I would want to highlight and dwell on a few of those verses, not all of them, but I would read from verses 5 to verse 10, and then we will talk a bit by God's grace. So verse 5 says, Let a righteous man strike me, that is a kindness. Let him rebuke me, that is oil on my head. My head will not refuse it, for my prayer will still be against the deeds of evildoers. Their rulers will be thrown down from the cliffs, and the wicked will learn that my words were well spoken. They will say, as one plows and breaks up the earth, so our bones have been scattered at the mouth of the grave. But my eyes are fixed on you, sovereign Lord. In you I take refuge. Do not give me over to death. Keep me safe from the traps set by evildoers. From the snares they have laid for me. Let the wicked fall into their own nets while I pass by in safety. May God bless the reading of his word. So here we, you know, started off by talking about, um, you know, the first couple of verses where the psalmist was praying to God and was honest David was very honest with God about the fact that he was recklessly abandoning himself into the hands of God to save him to come through for him and he went on to pray in verses three and four that God should set a guard over his mouth and help him to keep watch over the door of his lips. And now we come to verses 5 to 10 and um, the verses I would actually like to highlight are verses 7 to 10 and I would specifically talk about 9 and 10 um, and verse 7 says they talking about the wicked you know this a lot of the theme around this chapter keeps referring to those who do evil those who like in, in verse 4 it says do not let my heart be drawn to what is evil so that i take part in wicked deeds along with those who are evildoers do not let me eat their delicacies and then goes on and in like in verse 7 In verse, you know, six, it says their rulers will be thrown down from the cliff and the wicked will learn that my words were well spoken. They will say as one plows and breaks up the earth. So our bones have been scattered at the mouth of the grave. And then he goes on to say, but my eyes are fixed on you. Sovereign Lord. So his eyes were not fixed on the wicked his eyes were not fixed on his circumstances he says but my eyes are fixed on you sovereign Lord God who reigns over all and in you I take refuge and then he makes a prayer he makes a request after affirming his trust in God he says Do not give me over to death. And he goes on, he says, Keep me safe from the traps set by evildoers, from the snares they have laid for me. Let the wicked fall into their own nets while I pass by in safety. And this is such a profound prayer Because thousands of years after David prayed this prayer, not so much has changed in the world. The world is wicked, really, really wicked. The Bible says that the heart of man is deceitful and desperately wicked. And so we need security. One of the core needs of human beings is security. That's part of the social contract that we sign with our governments. Part of what they should do is to secure the lives and property of the people. And beyond governments, there are dangers that even the most proficient, effective and efficient governments cannot forestall and there we need a higher power to protect us and here you see david appealing to that higher power to god he tells god well, my eyes are fixed on you when your eyes are fixed on something it means you're focused means you're not distracted by what is happening around by the things happening in the periphery you're focused on that thing so david said my eyes are fixed on you my eyes are fixed on you sovereign lord and i think that's such a wonderful statement sovereign lord the lord who reigns over all so he has talked about the wicked. He has talked about punishment for the wicked. He has acknowledged how wicked the world is. And He says, my focus is on you, Sovereign Lord. Then he makes a request. A request that is relevant to us in this day and age, wherever we live. You know, it was just devastatingly just about a few days ago when the... Um, gunman in in the Texas elementary school killed about 21 people that is in the United States the quote home of the free and the brave so it doesn't have to be that safety or being unsafe comes from staying in a place that is perceived as unsafe safety exists and abides only in a place where God keeps safe and so David comes to God and he says look Lord my eyes are fixed on you I have nowhere else to turn there is no backup plan for me my eyes are fixed on you sovereign Lord and in you I take refuge A refuge is a place that keeps people safe in times of danger, in times of destruction, in times of disaster. A refuge is designed to keep people safe and withstand those pressures. And he says, I take refuge. So you see that God is sovereign. So that means he's powerful enough to keep. And says, do not give me over to death. Do not give me over to death. Keep me safe from the traps set by evildoers. So uh, that is very interesting. Keep me safe from the traps. The Bible doesn't say evildoers would not not set traps, would not try to do things that are evil. That's why they're called evildoers. They do evil. And so uh, David says, keep me safe from their traps. They will lay traps, but keep me safe. Keep me safe from the snares they have laid for me. So he had people who had specifically laid snares and, and traps for him. And in our lives, you know, no matter how good, loving, kind you are, not everyone would like you that's the world we live in jesus was perfect lived a perfect life never lied never stole never had a dirty thought he lived perfectly yet he had enemies and so Just by the function of breathing and living on this earth, we will have enemies, people who do not like us, who hate us, and sometimes people who want to harm us. And so we have the prayer of the psalmist here. He says, Lord, keep me safe. Keep me safe. Your sovereign, keep me safe from their traps from the snares they have laid for me and then he goes on to say something i think is beautiful he says let the wicked fall into their own nets while i pass by in safety and that is just you know in a sense they say the the, the phrase poetic justice let the wicked fall into their own nets, the things that they have planned, let those things become their reality, that's basically how I see what David was saying. And the truth is, as children of God, we have to recklessly abandon ourselves into the hands of a loving father knowing that he's sovereign and knowing that he's able and willing to keep us and we have to trust him and one of the beautiful things about god is that he hasn't just given us these words in in like psalms and he hasn't just left us with these words he expects us to come to him in prayer, in sincerity, to talk. This is just an example. David was honest, he was open, and he gave his heartfelt prayers to God. So this whole series has been about calling us to a place where we are open, we are honest, and we are willing to say, Lord, I'm here. This is where I am. This is what's happening in my life. I don't understand, but I trust you. I trust you to be my refuge. This person has said this against me. This person has planned this against me. In fact, there are many things that I don't know and many dangers that I'm not even aware of. But I seek you as my refuge. If you are in a bomb shelter and then a rocket is hurled at your bomb shelter, but you are not aware that you are in a bomb shelter, it's possible that you could have a heart attack expecting the impact of a rocket. But if you are in a bomb shelter and you know that this bomb shelter can withstand the force of that rocket, there is a certain calm and peace you have so part of all i have said in the last three weeks is to get us to this point to understand that god is our is is our shelter he is the one who is safe for us the only place where we find true safety and it is my prayer that as we walk with him, we will experience that regardless of all that life throws at us. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate the time that you take and um, uh, even though I will likely be away for an extended period of time, I have really enjoyed making these podcasts and writing the blog posts as well. Um, And I hope to be back soon sooner than i uh think i hope uh but i just trust that god will continue to help us and the most important thing is to build and cultivate that daily walk with him so thank you very much for listening god bless you have a wonderful wonderful week shalom